I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbian shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Les Hangout, a podcast that wants you to find your route. <laughs> from the East Coast, I'm Ellie Brigida. And from the West Coast, I'm Lee Holmes Foster. If you have been listening to the podcast from the beginning, thank you so much, as always, for joining us. And if you are new, welcome. We're so glad to have you here. Here is what's been going on lately. This week in the last this week in the listum, we like to just touch base with what's been going on, either with the podcast or in the Les universe, starting with recently, Sierra Burgess is a Loser dropped on Netflix. If you haven't watched it, A, it's great. Shannon Purser, who uh, we all know Bar. and love as a <laughs> as Barb, but also <laughs> as a bisexual badass in real life. So we want to shout out her. She is fantastic in this movie. Um, also, I am not going to promise that we will not be doing a should have been gay on this movie down the line because <laughs> it should have been. Yep. Let's be real. We'll talk about it more <laughs> in the future. Amazing. And uh, Autostraddle had its inaugural Gay Emmys. Yes! Um, amazing. And some of our favorites won some awards. Uh, I think Stephanie Beatrice, like, cleaned up. <laughs> um, unsurprisingly. Yeah, unsurprisingly. Well-deserved. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys should definitely check that out uh, to see all of your favorites who got the recognition they all deserve. Yes, and also to just appreciate... Uh, how good 2018 has really been to us that we have enough out there, enough content out there to have our own 
Emmys, really. Amazing. So, so way to go, all of us. <laughs> way to go, everyone. I also want to talk really quickly. We shared this article on our Facebook page, and we actually have um, someone who posts on our Facebook for us. Her name is Jenny. She's amazing. And so I it posted on our Facebook page, and it was new content to me. So I saw it on our <laughs> Facebook page. I was like, what? There was this U-Haul study. Or not a, it wasn't done by U-Haul. U-Haul has their own R&D team. It's great. <laughs> Amazing. And it, they have a specific team, like, only for lesbians, obviously. <laughs> um, but the study... They really should. They really should. But the study said that U-Haul lesbians is actually a myth. And if you act, if you look at the statistics of couples everywhere that they took these statistics on, the average time that everyone moved in was a year and a half and that lesbians were not more likely to move in sooner than straight people which is one of the few times where i'm just gonna say i don't trust the facts on this one (laughs) i don't know because here's the thing i think we're so ingrained in our little lesbian bubble yeah i think lesbians do move in quickly my point is people move in quickly yeah, like, I think that's true. I think there are straight people who move in quickly and who move really quickly. Like, I just think who move, who are fast. No, but <laughs> I really just think, and I'm going to get cheesy, whatever. But I think if you're in love and you're really into someone, like, you just move quickly. Like, just you, move quickly. I like how you're going the super romantic route. And my take was literally two apartments in this economy. <laughs> yeah maybe it's financial but come on like i think you're like you're like oh like let's try to be good and like only hang out like once or twice a week but like it feels good to be with someone that you love and like you just yeah you're like uh whatever let's just hang out every day (laughs) uh also like i like i commented on the post uh i would like to point out that we did not u-haul we did not move in at a year and a half uh, we just got engaged, so there you go. Oh, all right. Fair Same. enough. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Uh, our last point that we want to talk about, we have, as you may know and have heard about us mentioning before, uh, we have a Patreon page. Uh, and one of the tiers for our patrons is our Lucy Diamond tier. And we wanted to highlight that we are going to be updating some of the benefits that you get if you sign up as a Lucy Diamond patron, because that Lucy Diamond really is quite a renegade. Uh, And you might know, you're welcome, um, you might know (laughs) that we have a new segment that we have debuted on our YouTube channel that is called Renegade Covers, where we are putting the gay in Renegade by queering up some of our favorite songs. Uh, so if you want to join as a Lucy Diamond patron, um, in addition to getting the MP3s of our original Essential songs, uh, you will also get MP3 downloads of our Renegade covers. So check awesome. it out. If you haven't watched the covers yet, uh, you should also go give those a gander. They're a lot of fun. Amazing. And with that, that's this week in the Lesdom. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. And thanks, Ellie and Lee. And welcome, everyone, to Season 2, Episode 4, our next installment of Les Essentials. Les Essentials is a recurring segment on the show where we are going to be diving into classic or new classics, lesbian movies and shows. 
Uh, and as a reminder, we are now writing original songs for each of our Les Essentials. So stick around to the end of the episode to hear our newest one for this episode. Oh, which has been so much fun. As always. So looking forward <laughs> to having you hear that one. And for this Les Essentials episode, we are going to be doing a breakdown of one of our favorites. And I feel like probably what a lot of people would say is like oh, yeah. the number one lesbian movie. Yes. But I'm a cheerleader. Well, it's uh, arguable. Like, I Not like the number one best, but like yeah. the number one like, oh, have you seen this movie? Oh, God. Yeah. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? Like it's like. You have to see this movie if you are a lesbian. <laughs> and it's But I'm a Cheerleader. And if you aren't familiar with But I'm a Cheerleader, it is a 1999 hit right right around that turn of the millennium. It was written by Jamie Babbitt and Brian Peterson and directed by Jamie Babbitt, starring some of our faves, mm. Natasha Leone and Claire Duvall. And our IMDb... Synopsis blurb of the movie is as follows. A naive teenager is sent to rehab camp when her straight-laced parents and friends suspect her of being a lesbian. You know what? <laughs> That's actually an accurate description. Like I'm It's one of the few. I'm sort of impressed by that yeah. blurb. That's valid. And before we even jump into the movie, I mean like obviously we're mentioning the the two main stars but can we just take a hot second and talk about how this movie like what a cast oh yeah it's like weirdly star-studded like freaking right rupaul is in it rupaul is in it i mean so okay first of all let's just start from the top we have natasha everyone knows and loves as nikki nichols mm. from orange is the new black Claire Duvall also, you know, popping up in all sorts of great things. I've loved her since Buffy, Buffy. like way back in, in Buffy days. Uh, but then, yeah, as you start going through, like, there's so many people. Like, Michelle Williams has mm. a, a kind of bit role in this. RuPaul, as you mentioned. I don't know Who this else? girl's name, but she was in Sweet Home Alabama with her baby in the bar. Yes, and she was in Ever After, Melanie Linsky. <laughs> uh, Catherine... Uh, town tone. I don't know how you say her last name. Town. Uh, she plays Sinead, who shocks herself, and oh, yes. also also a Buffy alum. She Love plays uh, Sunday when Buffy goes to college. Rufio is in this movie. Oh yeah, Rufio. Dante Bosco. I mean, everyone. There's like, there's just everywhere you look in this movie. There's just more and more amazing people. It, which for such an over the top campy ridiculous movie is just kind of great yeah no i love it cast is amazing oh and even her parents are amazing i can't, yes. oh, now I can't remember those actors but they're i love them i obviously have the yeah, imdb the page IMDb in front of me up. hold on uh bud court and mink stole yeah amazing yeah hilarious we just left and right it's like everyone in this movie is just a, an absolute gem Star. it's great it's like when you go back and watch um princess diaries and you're just like what a cast right yes. what a cast Oh. So there you go. I mean, even Everyone. when Princess Diaries came out, I think Anne Hathaway was probably a little bit new on the scene, right? But besides that, like Princess Diaries, yeah, freaking Julie Andrews, every day. And in hindsight, it's just you know everyone, Sandra O, oh, everyone in that movie is just it's Gupta. great. It's just great. Mm -hmm. Good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Queen is coming <laughs> to Grove High School. <laughs> to Grove High School. Oh, All right, we're not talking about Princess Diaries, but we will. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> Yet, you guys. Yet. Yet. 
the more that I kept trying to go through and take notes on this, the more that I was like, this person, that person. Oh my God. Uh, Yeah, everyone. Everyone is fantastic. This movie's fantastic. We love it. We've both seen this. Many so times. many times. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. A little segue. We used to do in college, like right when I came out, we had this like queer movie night with like probably like 10 or 12 of us. And nice. we would get together and we would watch like what you needed to watch, right? Yeah. Like it was our like college Les Centrals. And we watched Imagine Me and You, which we've already done. And but I'm a cheerleader was another one that we watched all together, <laughs> and I just remember like being in this like dorm room and like sque- squished in all these gays just watching. But I'm a cheerleader, and it was oh, nice. It was beautiful. Nice. Yeah, it was great. Love it. All right, let's dive in. Let's do it. Let's, let's get it. into it. Because uh, this movie wastes no time, right? I mean, right from the get go, from the credits opening scene. Oh my god. It is just, it's a lot of cheerleaders. And a lot of In boobs. your face. So many boobs. So many boobs. So many little cheerleading butts in their little uh, short booty shorts. It's... Yeah. And this actually starts our drinking game. Because when we, when we started <laughs> at the beginning, I was like, okay. I was like, oh, every time you see a nipple or something. Like, I like, was like, I had to pick like one specific body part. And then I was like, okay, well... I don't want people to die in the first sequence. <laughs> so I went with belly buttons because nice. you see a few belly buttons, but it's not like, I'm not like, oh, okay. Every time you see a girl's skirt, like, right. Wasted, yeah. Wasted. <laughs> Every time there's a cheerleader montage. Yeah. yeah you'd be, you're done. Uh, you're done. A little, a little smashed by the end. So, so there you go. But then this is our opening credit scene is, uh, we meet Megan Megan. Who is Natasha Leon's character? And we meet Megan largely by her daydreaming about cheerleaders. Yes, which we've every, all been there, Megan. Everybody <laughs> has those thoughts, right? <laughs> no, Megan. Street no. people don't dream about their cheerleading team's boobs. Come on. Certainly not in that level of slow mo, pinpoint focused on their more feminine yeah. attributes you yes know? of course and yeah. we also get introduced to her as like this crazy peppy cheerleader which is just like oh god so <laughs> i love cheering and her gross boyfriend oh my god does he even have a name i didn't even write his I honestly, name. I, we are the worst at writing down the the beard's names i never pay attention to the men in any of these movies i know right we did this in uh carol too yeah, where we just forgot to write down his name um, hold on, I'll go find it. Yes, thank you, Lee. His name is Jared. Jared, the boyfriend, who is just the worst. The worst. Just the worst. And them making out is even more the oh worst. Oh my god. And that <laughs> It's that, so bad. That moment where she switches and, and the montage starts going in her head while they're yes. making out. She's like, oh, okay. I'm like, Megan, you gay ass bitch. <laughs> Uh, classic closeted move, Megan, is try to picture other girls while you're kissing your boyfriend. Yeah. Way to go. One of the way things, to go. Yeah, way to go. One of the things that I do love about this movie, though, is it is so ridiculously campy, right? But yes. some of the things, it, like, tackles real issues, right? Because when I think about, like, coming out, right, I remember all of these times when I had these, like, weird subconscious thoughts that I thought were normal 
that we're lot. not, right? I, <laughs> like, not- I want to say like, but like, I feel like we're going to get into a lot, uh, a lot of stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Too much stuff. Too much stuff. But like, too much stuff. But just, yes, just in the kind of way where you're like, oh, like, I love my friends so much. Like, I think Megan is like, oh, I just like love my cheerleading squad. Like, I love all my yeah. friends. Like, I love Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> There's a lot of, like, like when we get when we get into her bedroom. Yes. And you're just looking around the bedroom like, Megan, yeah. come it's, on. It's right there, honey. Open your eyes. Everything's o- Open there. your eyes a little more. Or yeah. Like no, her, it... Yeah. Or like It's not there for her yet. It's... it's She's getting there, but it's not there yet. Mm-hmm. She is still, you know, making a valiant effort to stick her tongue down Jared's throat slash his tongue all over her face. I don't know. Them making out... Well, also, I'm just like... There are straight people who make out better than that. Like, come on. I, you know what it reminds me of is what's that? Uh, sorry, this is like the worst thing. But what was the show where they had um, people who like were waiting until they weren't having sex oh, until they got waiting. married? I think it's called waiting. And <laughs> I, sure. yeah, I don't know. But they just, I remember they just had that one trailer clip for it that that they would show all the time. And it was two people like on their wedding day and they're doing their like, you may kiss the bride. And it was like their first kiss. That's what this kiss looks like. Yeah. Like it just looked like, you know, like when baby deer learn to walk or something like that. (laughs) That's what they're doing. But with their tongues on each other's face areas, it was it's pretty bad. So let's stop talking about this kiss. It doesn't get any better. We see them do it a couple times, and Ugh. every one of them is painful and horrible. Rough. And yeah, let's let's talk about uh, Megan's parents a little bit. Oh God, Megan's parents a little over the top. A little bit. Well, much. A little bit. Oh my God, that scene when they're in the kitchen and they're like, "Are we doing the right thing? <laughs> <laughs> we need to save her." I know they're you know they've got something up their sleeve I love the uh when they're having dinner and they they pray over their meal and I love the super subtle uh help us to obey the roles in life you set for us yes thanks dad heterosexual roles Megan yeah right yeah her parents have something up their sleeves and you see this whole preparation with all of her friends and everything everyone's kind of you know gearing up for something including her friend Michelle Williams who I'm sure has a a name in the movie as well but But I'm just gonna call her Michelle Williams Mm. um she's looking at Megan's locker with all those pictures and (laughs) Really, Megan? Like, the locker yeah. is excessive. It just has, like, half-naked women in her locker. Like, she oh basically my God. has, like, a Playboy magazine yeah. in her locker. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what? I just, I'm admiring totally normal for art. Totally normal. Like, what, Megan? Uh-huh. I'm just looking up, you know, cheerleading poses. Yeah, for research. For ideas, Yeah. Um, so Megan goes home, and what is waiting for her there oh but an intervention? Oh, God. I always am like, did these happen in real life? And I I mean, they do, but it's like, it's just crazy to be like, then everyone's just like sitting there. Can you imagine yeah. you just like show up at your house and everyone you've ever met is just sitting in a circle? And I think my reaction would be exactly Megan's reaction, which is, is someone dead? Yeah. What's, like, what's what? happening? So um, if anyone ever wants to throw us an intervention, I mean, not for our homosexuality, God help you, but if you want to throw us an intervention for something else, I think, th- yeah, I'd, I'd be uh, curious to know what that actually is like when like. you walk in. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Also, it'd be, it's like 
built-in party. I feel like what you should have done is just been like, party? You're Hooray! Gay. Yay! Oh, Keep. let's throw a your gay intervention party. Yay, you're gay. Yay, you're gay. Oh, I would love that. Oh, okay, yeah. do that, people. Throw us a, uh, throw us a yay, you're gay surprise intervention, intervention surprise party. Surprise intervention party. I'm into it. <laughs> I just want to intervene to say, yay, you're gay. Have some hummus. Here's a party. Have okay. some, yay, you're gay. Have some hummus. <laughs> That's what we get as gays. We get hummus. Yes. I want like, I don't know, like rainbow sherbet ice cream or something. Like it has to be themed. Hummus isn't lesbian themed enough for you? I guess. I do like hummus. <laughs> so must be gay. Uh, so at the intervention, we meet, we meet Mike. Mike played by RuPaul. Uh, who was once a gay an ex -gay. himself ex gay here is where we get the uh excellent explanation of all of the evidence of Megan being a lesbian, as her mother explains oh God, so this is where we get that Melissa Etheridge poster there's just there's a mounting pile of evidence that they Megan she's is she's a vegetarian. Yeah, she is willfully ignoring uh, all of these very, very clear clues in her face. Yes. And one of them is, you don't even like to kiss me. No crap, <laughs> dude. Like, <laughs> come on. So bad. Hey, I have to say, I think kissing Jared would be a really great experience if you, like, needed an extra shower that day or something. Mm, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. You had a little something it. on your face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, I want to take a hot second to talk uh, real quick. Slight aside, why does her dad keep calling her poodle? It's weird. I think that's her root. It's it's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very possible. Like I, I had a, I was very confused about the it's roles of humans. No good. No good Gosh. at all is coming from this. No. Uh, dear straight men out there and or just parents in general it's that's weird it's, i don't know it's a weird thing the way he keeps doing it yeah i really listen like poodle it. we think you're a lesbian uh don't do that no it's not great not great intervention is we think you're a lesbian we are gonna send you to true directions to turn your ass straight again oh uh, god spoiler alert for real life this does not work don't do this stop doing this Yes. Um, it is much less comical in reality than it is in this movie. Yes. Uh, but. And it does still happen. Like, so it yes. we're going to joke about it all through here. But also, like, this is a very real. Yeah. The, the reality of this is horrific and should stop at once. Yeah. But again, I think it's why this movie works, because they are tackling real things and serious things. Um, you know, like straight conversion camps are a real thing yeah uh, ridiculous so like it, yeah here we are telling like showing you this is ridiculous this, people. it like t it just kicks everything up to like a 10 and then brightly colors it and somehow like it makes it funny in the movie yeah um but i think that is that's what's happening with a lot of things in here is you know people's families disown them and people will get kicked out and have to go live with like the Morgan Morgans. accepting this is Morgan Morgans accepting strangers, <laughs> yeah. you know. So all of those things, like they're real 
things. These are real things. They're just, we're seeing them through. I mean, it's not, it's like, forget rose colored glasses. This is like rose and baby blue colored glasses. Like Pepto Bismol colored glasses. This is, it's, yeah, but it, it somehow makes every, oh my God, that plays so well into it. Somehow makes everything digestible. (laughs) Uh, You're welcome for that pun. But I think it's important to remember like the undertone of real things that goes underneath all of this that is partly why I think this movie is such a classic, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so over the top. It's so, it's so, uh... It's a, it's so satirical. Yeah, it is, yeah. but it, it works for that reason. Yeah. So, so anyways, we arrive at True Directions. True Directions is our straight camp. Ugh. Yes. Um, not to be forgotten, we have another quick scene of you know, slow-mo cheerleaders driving past on the bus on our way Oh, there. my God, yes. Uh, just one last little topping, topping her up before she uh, gets to straight camp. Get all of her cheerleader boobs in before she... Uh... <laughs> uh, also, I really want to know, like, people who have been on cheerleading teams, do you usually ride to meets by, like, hanging yourself out the window in your crop tops? Boob first with your pom-poms out? Is that how you usually... Uh, uh, I don't know. I was never on a cheerleading team. I Maybe so. I just don't I really know these do. things. Yeah, so Megan gets there. This is where we meet Mary, who is the head of True Directions, and her son, Rock. Oh, God. <laughs> who is <just> like... <laughs> Ah. So gay. Oh, God. Oh, Rock. It's a little much. Stop sipping. You're a little much, honey. <laughs> Are straws gay? He's... Stop sipping. I told you. <laughs> sipping is not manly. So. Chug it. Chug it like yeah. a man. <laughs> straws turn you gay. So let's all get straws. Well, especially. But not ones. Yes. Especially. Uh, the little windy, curly, fun, oh, yeah, you know, bendy straws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, okay. uh, but you know, poor rock with his cut off short jean shorts and his, you know, tight top and he's got a booty on him rock mm, too. Yeah. So, uh, good Lord. So we arrive, we meet Mary, we meet rock, we meet Hillary, who is yes. our sweet home, Alabama and ever after fave and is also quickly uh introduced as the worst the worst <laughs> like the like i'm gonna be the best straight i can be like yes teacher's pet of freaking straight camp she is the straight camp suck up oh mm-hmm. my god and mm-hmm. she is there with all of the rules there is no inappropriate behavior allowed yep uh-uh hillary which is the line that introduces us to Oof. Oof. Oof, Graham. <laughs> I know, I was like, um, I was gonna say Clea Duvall, but then I was like, wait, what's her name in the actual? I mean, also Clea Duvall, but yeah, you gotta, yeah. you gotta take a hot second when you meet Graham the first time around. Graham just lounging there, making that pink look good. Oh my gosh, which is very hard to do. And... <laughs> Graham is such like the cla- that classic character in the lesbian movie, like with the smolder, with that like lesbian oh, yeah. stare, you know? Yeah. Um, and that also is part of the drinking game because like, come on, whenever Graham <laughs> stares at anyone, like, and is smoking at the same time, like add those on top of each other. It's just like lesbian bad boy. Daddy. She is the lesbian bad Graham boy. Even. Yeah. <laughs> The original daddy. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Graham, look at you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. How does she make that pink work for her? She somehow manages to pull off this smoldering bad boy persona in that sickening Pepto-Bismol yes. pink. I don't know how. Uh, I don't know. So it's that amazing. is how we meet Graham. That is how Megan meets Graham. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It's uh, and you can, you can immediately see those sparks, right? Yep. Oh it's my like, oh, god. Graham is so annoying. Oh, mm, I don't know how annoying you think she is, Megan. That, that me thinks the lady doth protest a bit much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but that is how we meet Clea and, and Graham. And it's funny because at this point, Megan still has not even achieved step one. Step one. Oh god. And everyone else. Yeah, Hillary shows her the list of checkboxes. Everybody has checked off step one. Uh, and what is step one? Step one is admit you're a homo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the exact words they say, but that's what it is. Uh, Ellie, I would like to get my step one checkbox right now. I am a homosexual. <laughs> I'm a homosexual. Oh, you too? Oh my god. Okay. We can both get our checkboxes. I'm so happy. Honestly, I'm like a little bit happy that my voice is so raspy right now. (laughs) Because how I just said that was like perfectly Natasha, just saying. Yes. And I can never Uh, do that. I can can get away with that another day. (laughs) So Ellie and I have both passed step one, which I think will be the only step that we do pass. Um, That's it. I think the rest are going to fail miserably, mm. but we will both proudly admit that we are big old homos. Yes. So there yeah. you go. Uh, Megan, though, not so much. Yeah, rough. She's Megan. not there yet. Yeah, she's in denial. She's like, I'm not. There's no way I am. And everyone's like, honey, all, all, everyone has those thoughts about <laughs> oh, girls. Oh, sweetie. Oh, mm. you really don't know. No. That it's, yeah, it sort of it clicks in her brain. And this part cracks me up when she just is like i'm a homosexual and she's like, <laughs> the like most dramatic crying and like the the like spit the drooling the, like, drool. yeah <laughs> i'm like you committed <laughs> oh my god god i mean it's a it's a momentous revelation yeah. to herself I'm right like, there poor megan but like i'm also like congratulations megan I know, right? Welcome. Welcome to the club. Uh, (laughs) Join us. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. Join us here. And we get to meet all of the other homos, all of the other homosexuals at straight camp this time around. Can we just take a hot moment to talk about some of the introductions? Um, So this is where we meet Sinead, for example. Yes. Uh, This is where we meet... Andre. Oh my god. Oh my Andre. god. Oh. Andre. Can I just take a hot second to recap Andre's int- how Andre introduces himself? Um, yes. Actor, dancer, homosexual. Oh my god. Yes, Andre. Yes. I feel Please like- always, always introduce yourself that way. I know so many Andres. I just wanna get I wanna get like business cards for myself that say that. Yes. Right? If I like, could dance, I would get that. Or just, like, whatever you do. Like, blank, you could have one that says, homosexual. like, singer, podcaster, homosexual. Yes. Yes. Oof. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm in. Right? Mm-hmm. I so think I'm so. I'm going to introduce myself from now on. 
Like, what do you I'm do? just going to start adding homosexual to my resume. Yeah. Not? I mean, you <laughs> life skills, Definitely. homosexual. <laughs> Definitely. You've got it, Lee. You've got the. Oh my God. Can I be like a homosexual uh, 2003 to present? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. That'd be amazing. And then, like, list all your like relevant skills. Yes. Like, I have a podcast, yeah, right? Come like, on. This actually works really well. Podcast <laughs> from this state to this state. Got engaged to wife in less than a year and a half. Yes. <laughs> oh, it was not. No, it was about a year and a half. Yeah. Who am I kidding? Yeah. That's it's, okay. it's real fast. It's okay. Uh, yeah. I Having love baby. it. <laughs> Dude, my resume is kicking ass right yeah, now. Yeah, you're doing great. There you go. I, I should ask for a raise. Uh, I am a catch. <laughs> we raise. also meet Dolph, who immediately, the second Dolph shows up on screen, you just want to yell, Rufio! Yes. Love it. Yes. Love it. Love that Actually, Rufio's during, gay. Yeah, during our Les Centrals watch, I'm pretty sure, like, everyone was just like, Rufio, Rufio. Rufio. Yeah, like, every time he showed up, like, somewhere in the chat, you'd have Rufio. Yes. <laughs> yes. Poor Rufio. Um, also, so I know we've already met Graham, but, like, can we just talk real quick again about, I like girls a lot. Yes. Ugh. Ugh. Yep. Okay. And you're like, Me and too, Graham. like, whew. Okay. Woohoo. Okay. Me too. Wipe my brow off. (laughs) Oh, God. And yes, this. So we we meet a cast of characters, each one more charming than the next. Love them all. Love them. Uh, I just want to, like, yeah, I just want to take them all and, like, start a giant little gay commune with them. Yeah. Except for Hillary. You suck. Yeah, no. Bye, Hill. I don't know. I don't hate her. She's. She's, I don't know. I just, I love the accent. So I think I'm yes, a little it's great. thrown off. It's great. We then from there jump, we start jumping through the steps. Oh God, the steps. The true direction steps. Um, So we need to identify our roots. Which is my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> uh, just, and, and also quick segue into the miseducation of Cameron Post. Okay, you let's do it. it right? I I'm haven't sorry. yet, but that's okay. We can segue anyways. Um, I saw it. It's amazing. Like, impeccable film. I would 10 out of 10 recommend it. We'll rewatch it again, like, over and over. But I think it's interesting because it's very similar to But I'm a Cheerleader in some ways and obviously, like, very different. But one of the things that's the same is that, so, in But I'm a Cheerleader, they have their root. And in um, <laughs> The Miseducation of Cameron Post, they have their iceberg Oh god. And so it's like all of the things that were submerged underneath like the iceberg that like your subconscious was so gay and all this stuff. <laughs> and they have very similar roots like uh, um played sports when I was younger or you know like stupid things. So for any of you guys who haven't seen but I'm a cheerleader which like you probably have if you're listening to this your root is like the thing that made you gay, basically, like the thing yeah. that confused your gender identity, right? Well, I think it, it yeah, because they do not do a great job of separating your gender identity from your sexuality in this yeah, movie. Yeah, which is very problematic. They, like, they kind of touch on it with Jan at the end uh, a little, right? That like I that all this stuff doesn't make me gay. I'm I'm straight, but yes. yeah, they they kind of conflate them a lot. They definitely switch those around. But I think it's funny because, well, okay. <clears throat> What's your root, Lee? Oh, God. That's a good a question. 
Uh, I'm going to say if I was in True Directions and I had to pick a route, I would say it was playing doctor with uh, another little girl when we were kids. <gasps> wow, Lee. You're right. I think that's a good one because it takes it way back, too. Yeah, that is way back. Yeah, I think what, the thing that I said uh, in our Los Angeles watch, <laughs> and it's funny because my mom is also in this chat. I was like, my mom, my mom dressed me up in a full camo jumpsuit when I was eight. <laughs> really confused me. Uh, of course, just to be clear, the real route was we're giant lesbians. Oh, yes. But, yes. But it's more fun to find it's the, uh, to oh, it's because of the, this. Like, ridiculous route. Or, yeah. Um, let me skateboard. Bought me a skateboard when I was uh, nine. I also had a skateboard. Yeah. Never mind. It was that. Yeah. It was obviously that. Yeah. There you have it. Don't buy your kids skateboards. Okay, they will okay. be giant lesbians and have a podcast in <laughs> in 20-something oh, years. I was actually pretty okay at skateboarding. Like, uh, I was halfway decent, except for that one time that I was skateboarding down my own driveway, which was very, very steep when I was little, and I was sitting on it, like, sitting on the skateboard and, like, fell backwards uh, and smashed the skateboard up and split my own chin open. Oh my god, not good. Rough times, rough times. Yeah. I had to wear, like, you know those little, like, tape band-aid sutures? Yes. Kinda. I had those. Uh, and I would just like to share, this was a traumatic event, because it happened the weekend before uh, we were putting on a Br'er Rabbit play at school that week. And you were the star. And I was very concerned. I actually don't even remember who I was in the play. I just remember being very concerned that I was going to have to go on stage with these things on my chin. It was horrible. Yeah. Not Maybe good. that was my route. It was definitely related to the skateboard, yeah, I bet. There's a so. lot of trauma there. There you go. It's maybe I should explore this in in therapy in depth. Mm. So there you go. So we have identified our roots. Um, we have gone through a highly sexualized heteronormative montage of activities. Yeah, like I, um, I don't the, even know how to explain these montages. Yeah, I, it's like disturbing. But like the women are cleaning. Yes, That's like most, but like very cleaning. sexually cleaning. Yeah. Um, and taking care of babies. Yes. And the men are changing the, uh, oil yeah, in a car are, or playing football. Working on a car and like having these like fake guns. The men are mostly watching Rock stroke the shaft of his rake very suggestively. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, we are to assume that RuPaul and Rock like had some history or do it all the time i mean i don't know what's going on yeah do something we see anything between them i forget we don't we just see the lingering looks that uh that rupaul gives rock all the time yeah so yeah. assuming that they're they're an item yeah yeah things are hot and heavy between the two of them uh, we move into step three, which is our family therapy. We're going to get all the parents back Ooh. out here to discuss the roots and make them all feel like failures as parents. <laughs> yeah, that is rough. So then, yeah, Megan's... Is this where Megan says her root? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. Megan's root is that her dad lost his job. For a year. Messed up. And... Her mom supported the family, and seeing her mom play the dad confused her. Yeah. Like, that is rough for all involved. It's it's just rough on every level. Like, it's rough in terms of, 
roots are a bunch of crap. It's rough in terms of, like, Mary saying how her dad was emasculated. It's rough in terms of, like, feminism. It's just, it's bad all around. Mary is thrilled by it. We have found your root, Megan. This is so exciting. Uh, But, yeah, it is not great for... Megan's parents, they do not enjoy hearing that it's their fault. Yeah. Their fault that, yeah, that their daughter's a big old lesbian. It is no one's fault. Oh, God, no. <laughs> All right. Uh, but they do not enjoy that. And many of the other parents are not thrilled about anything that's happening right now. Oh, uh, Graham's parents suck pretty roundly. Mm. Um, they mean- just want her to be straight and that's it. And they kind of walk out. Yeah, and we do find out here that Grim is, like, crazy rich. Yes. Like, trust fund baby rich. and Girl's that, got cash. Yeah. And that the only reason that she's there, like, girl girl is gay. She knows she's yeah. gay. She loves being gay. Good on you, Graham. But she has to pretend to get through this program so yeah. she can get all this money. And uh, she's not going to get it if she's gay. And we learn... Why she is going through this program in Oof. in one of our next scenes, which is Graham and Megan. Megan's trying to write her song. She has an assignment to write a song, which of course she's sort of writing a cheer. A cheer. Uh, this is our goddess good, goddess straight cheer, which oh love it. And we learn that Graham is there because her stepmom caught her with a girl. Oh, Ugh. Graham. Graham. Who uh, she clearly loved, and she's this little softy, yeah, soft daddy. And this is I, <laughs> soft daddy. Oh, this is why I love Graham because Graham is she is she's got that like kind of you know daddy bordering on the predatory lesbian thing that that neither you or I no. are a big fan of. But no. she is she's a big softy inside, and yeah. we know it. Yeah, she's a. Softie. We're not fooled by your daddy exterior, Graham. Oh. And you can see, this is also, I think, a nice, like, a nice point where Megan has never actually met a lesbian, right? Yeah. I mean, other than herself, Megan. (laughs) But, like, never met a lesbian who also, like, we're in this camp and she's not apologizing for it. Right. And she's telling her, like, she was, she was happy. She was in love, you know? And, like, I think it's, like, a aha moment for Megan where she's like, wait, maybe this isn't so bad. Mm-hmm. Also helping her realize that is her giant lady crush on Graham that's forming. <laughs> yep. She's like, oh, I'm jealous of that girl you're in love with. What? I, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this is where we start getting the looks we start getting. I mean, that scene ends with the reaching for her hand and the walking away and you're just, ugh. Oof. It's a little sad, but kind of starts this whole new montage of... Graham and Megan totally falling for each other. Secret and, gay touching. Ugh, I love it. I love it. She's dreaming of them kissing. Oh, girl. Yeah. Keep she, it in your pants, Megan. Yeah, she got it bad. <laughs> she got it bad. <laughs> but I love it. It's so cute. It is so cute. I love all the little montage scenes between the two of them. They're just... They just make yeah. me happy. They're like I fighting over the baby. Like, oh, mm-hmm. with the diaper. So cute. Uh, so then, unfortunately, though, Megan is going to drastically lower her standing in the house by Ugh. finding Rufio and Clayton in flagrante on the floor yeah. and telling on them. The thing is, Megan, 
You walked into that room to masturbate. I know. <laughs> like, like what? She's literally- yeah. She's she's clearly uh, trying to cover for her own uh, her own misbehavior here. Yes, she's so like she screams so loud, and I'm like, girl, she's like so taken aback that they're together, and I'm like, oh, they're cu- the cutest. I know they're I so love cute. Them. Poor Rufio gets kicked out. The little sad scene of him leaving, ugh, breaks my heart. Just standing there in his little varsity jacket over in the I side. Also, shout out to the tiny house that they put Clayton in. I know, what the... Then, they, yeah, they, <laughs> like, put Clayton in, like, a dog house. Yes. A little which, like, dog house. Again, like, I feel like the thing is, the real issue here of, like, do they have solitary confinement things in straight conversion camps i'm sure yes yeah. but like this tiny little house is just so ridiculous it's so ridiculous oh my god i feel like that little house is like there's gonna be uh, a new like house hunters any day now for like you know oh, yeah, what's the like houses. little house that's gonna be that we're gonna be like that level of tiny that's where we're getting to i think yeah. in the bay area that thing goes for like 700 a month so it's fine it's fine um he should be very comfortable in oh there oh my god <laughs> But then, okay, it does bring us to Megan. Megan is an outcast. Like, come on, girl. Why would you ever do that? So rude. But we get to our next scene, which is the gay bar scene. Which yes! Is- cocksucker. I oh love God. it. Yeah, literally, <laughs> this gay bar is called the cocksucker. Like, are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Amazing. Everything in this movie is so over the top. It's amazing. It's perfect. It's where we meet the Morgan Borgans. Yes, but before we meet the Morgan Borgans, when Graham invites Megan out. Oh, that like, button down? Is yeah, that what you're going to say? Button down. Yes. And, like, hair, and you're like, yes, outside yes. Graham. Like, we like outside Graham. Quick tip, lesbians. A black button down never does anybody wrong. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's I mean, I feel like it's why look. lesbians are always just in like black on black on black. Yeah, it looks good. It looks good. It looks good. good. Graham looks good, is what we're saying, mm-hmm. okay? <laughs> and Megan's like, oh no, I can't go out to a gay bar. No, Thinks about Graham and that button down a little more. Yeah. And then is like, uh, okay, yeah, I'm coming out. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and that is who is driving them to the cocksucker, is Lloyd and Larry, oh. our XX gays. Our XX gays. And they're so cute. Like, what a perfect, like... What is it? Tall and small. Tall and small. They're, they're great. So, oh, God. They're so cute. And offer an alternative to True Directions. Yes. Thank you, Lesbian Jesus. Yes. Because we we need to know that there is an alternative. And I might, I'm going to get a little philosophical here. But I just love this because it brings up the point of chosen family. Yes. Which, which is huge and huge and huge in gay culture because some people's families are not accepting and like the lloyd and larry are a safe place for these gay kids to live their lives in a way that's authentic and like happy found family is family you guys yeah yeah it's great so shout out to lloyd Uh, Lloyd and larry they're hilarious and in their like ridiculous height difference and everything else but they also are wonderful yes and also shout out to the cocksucker club which gives us the pure unadulterated joy of andre dancing in his feather boa 
Oh my god. And he's A plus to you, Andre. <laughs> and Andre is the happiest at the cocksucker, obviously. Obviously. Uh not the happiest at the cocksucker is me, because what is up with that girl stroking Megan's head? Oh, Why my. does she keep petting her? God. That girl, like she, and she just keeps staring at Grant. It's it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's I'm also, weird. I also am like, this is the most unrealistic gay bar scene because they have been in there for what? Three minutes and some girl asked her to dance. Like, come on. At a lesbian bar. Like, I know, you're, right? You're sitting around like for like an hour and a half, <laughs> two hours, just like, and everyone's oh, just staring God. at each other. Like nobody talks to each other. Like you have to like work your way up to like actually having someone come and talk to you. And yes. they wouldn't just be like, let's dance. They'd be like, hey, I'm going to try <laughs> to like sidestep in here and act like I'm being casual. Also, and, yeah. shout out to uh, so Julie Delby, who plays the awkward petting lesbian. Oh, um, I just want to give a quick note that she is listed in the cast as lipstick lesbian, which I just think is great. <laughs> Wait, that's hilarious. What a credit to have to your name is like, yes, well, I played lipstick lesbian in But I'm a Cheerleader. <laughs> um, yeah, I would be really proud of that. Um, but despite the fact that her move is awkwardly petting her dance partner's head, Graham is jealous, storms off to the alley, and Megan is hot on her heels to give us our fantastic back alley scene where they kiss where they kiss i did literally my notes just say kiss (laughs) it's so good and it's so like (laughs) megan is like pit so pissed at graham for dancing with sinead yes and she's like yeah i'm just mad like you're not following you're not following the 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 steps like you're not doing a good job at the whatever and we're like Graham's like, Megan, stop being an idiot. Like, you're jealous. Like, let's make out. Done. Let's make out. And that's literally, okay, I <laughs> I have three notes on this scene. My notes are, kiss, I'm not supposed to like you. Kiss again. <laughs> yes. That <laughs> that's is the such scene. a good line. I'm not the scene supposed in a to nutshell. like you. I Oof. know, but she does. But yeah, she does. but she does. Mm. You do, Megan. Mm. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, poor lesbian Megan. First girl kiss. You can't go back from that. No, there's no, no turning back. And they are into it, into each other, realizing they both have feelings for each other. Uh, Sinead is not pleased Mm-mm. by that, which, you know, you do feel a little bad for her in this scene. She just looks crushed. Yeah. Uh, crushed watching them cuddle in the car on the way back. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. 
With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, I know, poor Sinead. Oh, poor Sinead. Andre could care less. Andre's having a blast and dancing. Oh, best gay life. <laughs> uh, oh so they go back and then I think... I just want to give a quick shout out to the song that plays in the next scene, which is uh, Funnel of Love by Wanda Jackson. Love it. All A lot of the music in this movie also on on point. point. Love that. So we jump from them realizing that they have feelings for each other. I just want to jump real quick to the next group session, because the next group Mm. session is the one where Jan comes out as straight. And I just think this is a really important scene because it's so true and i'm i know we are at just as bad as anyone else about making generalizations and stereotyping behaviors and stuff like that but it is a real thing it doesn't necessarily mean that you're gay if you just wearing cargo shorts or wearing you know like athletic gear yeah being more it's like yeah your gender identity has nothing to do with your sexuality Yes, exactly. Uh, and I think they don't explicitly get there, but I think this is what the moment with Jan is is kind of covering. Um, also, she does it in this heartbreaking way of like, just because I'm not as pretty as other girls doesn't mean I'm gay. And I feel like that is like such a real insidious stereotype, mm-hmm. right? Like you hear that all the time, that it's like either you hear like, oh, like, ugly dyke you know or you get the like well you're too pretty to be a lesbian like and the implication always is you can't be attractive and and a lesbian yeah and i'm like yeah i'm so pretty i'm gonna steal your girlfriend right (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there you go ellie in a nutshell you guys Um, but not, you know, the thing that I love about this movie is they're always going to bring it right back around. And so we end that scene with Jan running out on the line. I just want a big fat wiener up my runs out. And then Andre's amen, sister. Yes, Andre. Yes. Yes. Of course you do, Andre. Love it. Love it. Okay. Anyways, sorry. I just, we have to, uh, have to touch on that real quick. Oh yeah, for sure. We also get in one of these next scenes where Mary finds out that they went to the cocksucker. Yes, finds the matchbox. Ooh, rough, rough. 
And Graham throws everyone under the bus with, I have a crush on Joel. (laughs) Refuses to out herself, refuses to do anything, just... Yeah, but I mean, to her credit, that was pretty smart. Because it was smart. Nobody got in any trouble for going to the cocksucker because Mary was so, like, ridiculously happy that Graham, the gayest of gays... Yeah, has, has a crush a on a boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, I know. Oh, God. And just to talk about Joel for, like, a minute, when he's just like, you're so good at being a girlfriend. Like, he's, like, he's so, like, how... Like, the gayest to be like, how do you be a good boyfriend? Like, what, yeah, are, right? what are the checkboxes that I must do to be a boyfriend? Because <sighs> I don't know how to be a boyfriend to a girl. And oh, he's Joel. So he's trying so hard. He's trying so hard. He really is. He really uh, is. He's trying so hard. Andre, not trying no. so hard. Fails his test. Not so great. But also um, great. Yes, of course Andre fails his test. Like, go, go you. But Graham manages to avoid detection with Joel, but uh, does kind of end up when when they find out that Megan ran off to the cocksucker. She's given a choice. Mary gives her a choice. You can either, what do they say, run off and be a bull dyke. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. You can run off and be a bull dyke, or uh, you can stay and partner with Rock. For the simulation. For the simulation. Ooh, oh, my lord. God. The simulation. It it's, is rough going, you guys. It's so There's rough. Adam and Eve outfits with leaves in strategic places. There's uh, A lot the of use just... of the term love muscle, which just... Yeah, and Mary is so pervy. <laughs> it's her freaking son, and she's like, yes, yes, get in there. Like, oh, oh God. yeah. It's so bad. It's, it's so, so bad, bad on every level. <laughs> and he's basically, like, doing push-ups on top yeah. of Megan. Which is basically still my understanding of straight sex. Wait, that's, on top of that's... Graham, actually, doesn't she? Yeah, I'm sorry, on top of Graham, yeah. Yeah, doesn't Megan not? Megan's been kicked out. Oh, yeah, Megan got kicked out. Yeah. Damn. And Graham stayed. Sorry, we just, I just completely, we completely skipped over that. Megan refuses to pair with Rock and gets kicked out and basically leaves to become a bull dyke, which honestly, good for you, Megan. (laughs) Good for you. Um, Also, when she does, she shows up at Lloyd and Larry's. Uh, Two things that I want to mention. One, Dolph's pajamas. Love. Love. Need. Want. Must have. The giant rainbow onesie. Excellent. Excellent. Need those. Um, Also, many of us recently saw, I think, the entire Winona Earp cast rocking them at, I think it was at Akon. Anyways, I need those. We all need a pair. I think it should be like you come out, you get a pair of giant rainbow footy pajamas in the mail. Why is that not a a thing? For sure. Right? I want mine. Also, I just want to shout out Lloyd and Larry's fight. (laughs) Oh. She's not ready sweetie (laughs) it is like the most real thing ever i I love it i love them fighting this is the most accurate thing is fighting where you still use each other's pet names yes oh my god lair bear (laughs) oh larry bear is sorry oh they kill me i love them so much okay um i just we had to take a quick second for that but yeah otherwise everything is rough uh megan is back at the cocksucker club getting pet by lipstick lesbian 
now it's still awkward stop yeah, doing so that awkward. this in terms of your one go-to move that's a bad move it's a little like m- molester e it's awkward. not good lee i have to say something to you that is honestly appalling okay i'm ready i'll brace myself we forgot the sex scene <gasps> how could we <laughs> like I am disgusted with us. I'm horrified by us. Wait, I we have skipped, it in my notes. But we skipped it because Megan was definitely still at True Directions when her and Graham had sex. You're so right. You're so right. Okay. There's a sex scene, you guys. And I cannot <laughs> believe we skipped it. But... <laughs> I Here's what I think happened. There's this confusing thing where they get caught, Graham deflects, then they have a test, then they have a sex scene. Then they get caught again. again. Well, because they get caught again because of Sinead. Yes, yes. you're right. You're so right. That's why we got confused. Yes. All right. It's, but I have no excuse. No I have excuse. no excuse, Honestly, everyone. This is the most. This We're going to lose all of our followers right now. So Ugh. I'm sorry. I'm so guys. sorry. It's been really nice knowing you. Thank you, you trusted for, us. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> and we failed you. It's been, um, it's been real. So a quick flashback to throwback thursday to this sex scene <laughs> yes um because actually it's a it's a pretty well done sex scene so when we were it is yeah when we were watching our less central viewing party one of our patrons it was either amy or ellen i feel so bad that i don't remember which one it was but well they were typing from one account right yeah they were typing from one account so amy and ellen they were saying like for the time especially like it was yeah groundbreaking yeah um because in the sex scene you definitely like see graham go down on megan but they do it so artfully that i'm wondering if it like skated by you know yeah i mean it's like you obviously you don't see like you're not gonna see it's like, a, the actual visual it's it, a lot of know. like cuts you know so it's like it's sort of this almost like a strobe light kind of scene you know where you just mm-hmm. you're like constantly getting like one different little shot the and body. then a different mm-hmm. shot and then and it's all like kind of lit artfully so yeah i mean if you're watching and you know what they're doing you're like oh look at that she's going down on her but otherwise you're just like body parts more body parts artfully lit body parts yeah <laughs> i think it's pretty sexy yeah, like, it's no, it's really they, well done. Yeah. The way and especially for in like such a campy movie that like they don't go campy here, you know? Mm-hmm. It's real so, sweet. I like it. It's a great sex scene. It makes the pink not look so gross, too. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> They're both in these pink jumpsuits, and I'm like, into it. Yeah. What? what? Uh, also, it's where you get the great line that Megan has about cheerleading the only thing that's kept me happy. Yes. Oh, Megan. Except for now, Graham makes her happy. Ugh. I know. Oh, so cute. We have a, a beautiful lesbian sex scene. Thank you, but I'm a cheerleader. And But we also, after that, find out that Sinead has been awake this whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Probably shocking herself uh, yep. for a decent amount of that before yep. she decided to turn them in. So And turns them Way in. Way to go, Sinead. Damn, Sinead. Jealous lesbian. Back okay, so jealous X, jealous X, jealous X. Oh, there we, we go. Oh my God! Every so many tropes. <laughs> Ellie's having a moment. <laughs> I'm having a moment. I'm like, whoa! This movie is every lesbian. Movie. It's everything. Um, okay, so we can re reroute us back to our ending scene of graduation. 
Graduation. Graduation. Megan has hatched a plan, you guys. She has hatched a little plan. Uh, a caper, if you will, to win Graham back. And it involves a camo outfit. <laughs> um, obviously. Also, I kind of dig Natasha in the camo. It's oh, like, yeah. I, she pulling it off yeah, is what I'm going to say. She rocks it. Uh, she looks good. So she's in camo, which is a million times better than the awkward as fuck like latex suits that everyone else is wearing. Yeah, no. I know. I don't know what's I'm up like, with those. How? How are you even walking in them? Um, also, I just want to take a quick moment because, so she, she tries the camo, camo doesn't work, Graham is still going to go through with graduation, uh, and so her last ditch effort is the thing that brings her joy. Cheerleading. Which is, she's going to cheer for Graham's heart. Oh. Um, which is just the best thing ever. So she goes, gets on her little cheerleading outfit, which, like, where was she keeping that? Who knows? She Who knows? Yeah, she brings the spare with her everywhere. Yeah, she has like a fold-up one in her pocket yeah. at all times. Um, but I just love because if we have a drinking game of belly buttons, where is your belly button? She doesn't have <laughs> Why one. Why does she not have a belly button? No belly Was button. Was Natasha Leone grown in a tube? Yes. Like Kyle XY? That and she has no belly button. That would explain a lot. Right? I think yeah. so. So uh, don't drink for this scene. There's no belly button. Okay? <laughs> all right. Just okay. so we all know. Just to be clear. Finally, she finally gets to graduation. And, well, first of all, I just want to give a give a quick mention to Clayton escaping with Rufio. Yeah, with Rufio. Oh, and they get together, and it's cute. I know. And they're so happy. They're so, and I Megan's heartbroken because she didn't win Graham back. She has to make a break for it. Spoiler alert. She goes. She does the cheer. Graham says No. Says right? No. Again. My heart. Again. Ugh. She does the cheer. She gets chased out. Yes. Um, By Mary. <laughs> because, I mean, it interrupts her graduation ceremony like a little bit. Sprints back to the truck. And we're like, oh no, Megan's running to the truck by herself. But, but no, we get. A lesbian happy ending. Hot on her heels is Graham. Uh, And they they jump in the back of the truck together, kiss each other's faces off, and drive away. Into the Happily into the sunset. It's great. It's It's so wonderful. This, I think this is one of the great lesbian films because we get a happy ending. That's why I think people love it. Yeah. We need a happy ending. But that's that. That's But I'm a Cheerleader. That is, except we do get the ending credits with the happy, like, kind of montage things, including her parents and P-Flag, which I just thought was adorable. Okay. Oh, my Anyways, God. Anyways, shout out, shout out to P-Flag. There you yes. go. Yes. Shout out to Megan's parents not being complete dicks. Nice. No, so sweet. So this brings us into our drinking game rules. Disclaimer, because we always have to have a yeah, disclaimer. As, as always. <laughs> Please drink responsibly if it's too much for you. You can stop. It's okay. We do not uh, test these. We do not guarantee that it, they are survivable. So yes, well, I do. <laughs> we do test them. I I do the drinking games. Have a buddy but, around, and yes. uh, you know, go um, easy. Go yeah, easy on take, yourself. Take it easy. Take it easy. All right. So here are here are the drinking game rules. Should you dare to participate? <laughs> All right. Drinking game rule number one. Anytime you see a belly button, because. Lots of belly buttons. Of course. Number two, anytime we start a new step, that's a big one. So that's ding, at least ding, four. Ding. Three, anytime Clea Duvall smokes and stares. I don't get you. Also a lot. 
Uh, four. Anytime someone says, I'm a homosexual. Including you while you're watching this movie. Yes. Uh, number five. Anytime you see secret gay touching. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of it. Love it. It's wonderful. Number six. Whenever Megan is just not paying attention while kissing. So that's really just that one scene or like two. Yeah, there's like two or three with yeah. Jared. It's but bad. like, just drink because we need a drink in solidarity from Megan. We right all there. need to get through those somehow. Yeah, rough. Uh, number seven. Anytime someone says X gay. Or XX gay. Or XX gay. XXX gay. Oh, triple X gay. Triple X gay. Mm-hmm. And the last one is anytime RuPaul has a moment with Rock. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Quite. They, there are a lot of moments. There you go. So those are our rules, you guys. We'll Enjoy. have the graphic up so that you can play along anytime you want a rewatch of the movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I think that brings us to our next segment, which is our Q and Gay. Yes, Q and Gay. Q. 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 And. Gay. Uh, are you ready, Ellie? Because I got so some questions ready. for I'm you. I'm so ready. Okay. Question one. What is... The sexiest housework. Is it vacuuming, cleaning tile grout, changing diapers, or doing dishes? Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I feel like vacuuming is probably like yeah. legitimately the most sexy. Because like all of those other ones, I just feel like are like too dirty. Mm. The tile grout. Mm. But I'm, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go with vacuuming. Vacuuming. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, question two. If you had to pick one cheerleading movie to rule them all, oh God. but I'm a cheerleader or bring it on. Oh my God. That's so not fair. I know. It's tough, right? I'm so sorry. Like, I'm, I have to say bring it on. <gasps> I know. Gasp is my response. I know. That's so horrible. I love that I'm a cheerleader, <laughs> but like, bring it on was my childhood. But Eliza Dushku, I get it. Yeah. And Eliza Dushku. Yeah. Okay, question three. What is your route? Is it showers in the locker room? Mother got married in pants? Oh my God. All girl boarding school? Or you were born in France? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I legitimately don't think any of those things have happened to me, unfortunately. Um, but let's go with uh showers in the locker room okay good answer good answer okay question four if you had to pick just one megan graham sinead or hillary oh i'm gonna have to go with megan i love natasha leone she's great yeah Megan. she's just what a winner yeah okay question five last question what is the most damning evidence of your homosexuality is it tofu the pictures of girls in your locker or your melissa etheridge poster um melissa etheridge poster of course it is except i actually have a nick jonas poster in my room (laughs) (laughs) now okay between that and forgetting the sex scene i think we're just done this podcast is over for us (laughs) we've given ourselves away i'm actually straight they're gonna take away our gay cards it's no good at all fuck uh there you go. Remember, you can also give us your answers to this episode's Q&A questions on our Twitter at Let's Hang Out Pod. All right. This week on Hip Hip or Gay. Let me hear you say Hip 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 or Gay. Hip Hip or Gay is a segment where we talk about all of the things that you guys have said to us, emails you've sent, Instagrams, 
Twitter, all the above. And this week we have a shout out from Brazil. Pretty freaking cool. All the way from Brazil. We love it. We love hearing from everyone all across the globe. It's so great. Yes. And this, the subject line of this email was, if Brazil loves you, you are loved a lot. And I feel like I want to put that on my wall. (laughs) There are a lot of things. I feel like my walls are just going to be covered in like Les Hangout quotes. Yes. I love it. Yeah. This email came from Helena, I believe is how you pronounce it. If it's not, I'm so sorry. And she wrote us a very long email. So I'm just going to I'm just going to give you the bullet points. One, we're doing an amazing job. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Two, suggested should have been gay whip it, which like, yes. So yes, 100 percent. It's on our list. Helena does roller derby, and uh, when I went to the roller derby in Boston, she actually uh, messaged us on Instagram, and we talked a little bit about the roller derby. She also said that whenever we uh, are in Brazil or in Rio, we can hang out, and she'll even take us roller skating. So Yes, we would love to take you up on that. So, you know, we just got to get plane tickets. (laughs) And the sign-off, which needs an honorable mention, is all my love and lesbianism. Yes. yes. Love it. Yes. Love it. Yeah. So shout out to you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for that. That made us super happy. Also, as always, we want to shout out all of our patrons. Obviously, we could not do this without all of you, but especially our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Amy and Ellen, Kayla Kelly, Lizette Stye, Grace Bowen, and Jess Klaus. Thank you so much. Uh, this It's so big having the support from everyone on our Patreon. Uh, we love it. We we really couldn't keep doing this without all of you. Yes. All right. And remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Les Hangout Pod. You can send us an email at leshangoutpod at gmail.com if you have comments on the episodes or other Les Essentials that you want us to cover or other things. Uh, we love hearing from everyone. Yes. Or you can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Make sure that you subscribe to episodes so that you get them as soon as they drop. We're also going to be posting every Wednesday on our YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod. If you want to help support the podcast, there are a couple different ways that you can do that. Um, The easiest one, rate and review us on iTunes. It helps other people find uh, and listen to the podcast. Yes, and another one of our favorite ways you can support us is to <laughs> become a patron at bit.ly slash Les Patreon, and you'll get access to some pretty cool perks like Les Central's viewing parties, like the ones that we did for But I'm a Cheerleader. We would love yes. to see more of you there. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and we are so excited. It's so fun watching with you guys. If you want to rock some cool Les Hangout swag, we have a shop that you can get some of our merch. You can get there at bit.ly slash Les Shop. And if you want to find us individually, you can find me at Ellie Brigida on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at LSH Foster on Instagram and Twitter. And like we said at the beginning of the episode, we have an original song titled Mommy Dearest that we're excited to share with you. So be sure to stick around after sign off to listen. And with that, I'm Lee. And I'm Ellie. And And let's let's hang hang out again again soon. Mommy dearest, what do you say? I don't think there's any need for alarm. Mommy dearest, I can't be gay. Can't you see me shaking my pom-pom? I 
think there's someone knocking at my door. They say my true direction got off course. They're gonna help make sure we all are restored to a heteronormative state. Because I'm H-O-M-O-G-A-Y. I could never tell a lie. It's my truth that I can't deny. Cause I'm a cheerleader And I need her A cheerleader Don't believe her When she acts like she's too cool for this world Mommy dearest, sad to say Being straight is just a feature I lack But mommy dearest, it's okay I just need to win my true love back Because I just won't take no You cannot run away from your fate Because I'm H-O-M-O-G-A-Y I could never tell a lie It's my truth that I can't deny Cause I'm a cheerleader And I need her A cheerleader Don't believe her When she acts like she's too cool for this world Cause she's my G She's so awesome, she's so swell F-R-I-E-N-D, she's the only one for me G-I-R-L, she's so awesome, she's so swell F-R-I-E-N-D, she's the only one for me H-O-M-O-G-A-Y I could never tell a lie It's my truth, and I can't deny Cause I'm a cheerleader And I need her A cheerleader She's too cool for this world She's my girl